How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Saturday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack, sticking around with you. Uh, Got plenty of time to chat you up and... uh, uh, let the Lions fans and Rams fans be heard. Pretty big trade in the National Football League came down tonight. Um, massive speculation that there were going to be a bunch of deals in the National Football League. Um, this one, although it's been announced, I don't think it can officially go through for several weeks until after the Super Bowl is over and done with. You're not allowed to make trades at this time of year, but it is going to be a- going to happen when trades are officially allowed to go through. The Los Angeles Rams have acquired Matthew Stafford as their new quarterback, sending Jared Goff and three future draft picks to the Lions in exchange for their new, new QB. Here to give us an L.A. perspective on it is Michael Duarte. He covers the Rams for NBC Sports in Los Angeles. Michael, Jody Mack here on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing tonight? Hey, Jody Mack. I'm doing well. You know, as watching this great Lakers-Celtics game, and all of a sudden this breaking news of the Jared Goff trade comes up, kind of shook everything up over here on our end. But uh, definitely exciting, uh, I think, for both teams. All right. Now, first things first, before I pick your brain, I'm going to have to, uh, about the Rams, I'm going to have to do so about the Lakers and the Celtics. Because I knew the game was on. I knew it was close. But we've been dealing with this trade, and I've been in front of my computer, and I looked over, and I saw Anthony Davis doing a post-game interview, and I could see the scoreboard in the background saying one point, L.A. win. How would I miss? What happened at the end? That is correct. I mean, the Lakers had the game in the bag up by six in the waning seconds. LeBron James turned the ball over. Celtics cut it within one. Anthony Davis with a little post-up move looking for a fadeaway gets the ball stripped. Got Kemba Walker out in the break looking like the Celtics were going to win by one point at the buzzer. Alex Caruso, the guy here in Los Angeles they call the Caruso, comes from behind, knocks the ball loose from Kemba. And the Celtics just end up rushing a, a shot by Kemba Walker, actually, at the end of the game that doesn't go in. The Lakers held on to win by one point, snapping that two-game losing streak that they had. I'm going to have to see those highlights. That's a given. Uh, well, Michael, we appreciate you coming on board and giving us a uh, Celtic-Laker update. But uh, made a bigger story than an in-game season. I know it's Lakers and Celtics, but it's an in-game NBA regular season matchup. The Rams with a new quarterback, they beat everyone else to the punch in what I think is going to be a very active quarterback carousel during the offseason. They got their guy and a guy they believe can take them up a couple of notches, if not a couple of levels, Matthew Stafford. We knew Stafford wanted out. There were reports this week that Jared Goff could certainly be in the mix to be traded during this offseason, but I didn't know it was going to come together this quickly. 
Why do you think it did come together this quickly? That's a great question, and I, I would agree with you, Jody Mack. Uh, I don't think anybody thought the deal would come together this quickly. And as you had mentioned uh, leading up to, to bringing me on, that deal cannot be made official until the official next NFL season begins, which is on March 17th. So while looks like it came together so quickly here tonight with the announcement, the news of it can't be made official for a couple more months, as you mentioned. But I think the reason to answer your question why it came together so quickly is Matthew Stafford was a guy that we knew the, the Lions were going to look to trade. That announcement came a couple days ago. Detroit, you know, with a new general manager um, in Brad Holmes, a new head coach. They're looking to rebuild and go a different direction, and Matthew Stafford was not going to be part of their long-term plan. So within the last 48, 72 hours here, the Rams knew 100% Matthew Stafford was available. In their eyes, in Les Snead and Sean McVay's eyes, that is an upgrade over Jared Goff at the quarterback position, something that, as you saw throughout the year, Jared Goff's inconsistency uh, seemingly held them back at times. And even though it wasn't his fault they lost that that NFC divisional game at Green Bay, you know, had had Jared Goff played a little better in the regular season, there was a number of games there they could have won where they, maybe they were the number one seed hosting that game, and that can make all the difference in situations like that. So I believe they saw this as an opportunity and with teams like the Indianapolis Colts needing a quarterback uh, after Phillip Rivers retired, with potentially the San Francisco 49ers maybe looking to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, I heard they were also interested in Matthew Stafford, uh, as well as a handful of other teams, as I'm sure you're aware. I think the Rams said we need to pounce on this now. Uh, I would have liked to see if it's a possibility they could have gotten Deshaun Watson. I think that would be best quarterback that, that potentially could be available as you mentioned with a, a carousel of quarterbacks potentially looming this offseason but who knows what the Texans are going to do with Deshaun Watson and arguably if they even saw anything in Jared Goff that they'd be willing to take him back and that contract in return when maybe they could trade with somebody who has a top five top ten draft pick and Texans can get a quarterback that way on a rookie deal so I think the Rams probably saw that Stafford was going to be the best upgrade, and the reason why it happened so fast was they tried to beat out some other teams who would have been interested as well. Now, with that, not that far removed from the Rams going to the Super Bowl, led by Jared Goff, was he the main the reason they went to the Super Bowl? You make the argument he was a big part of it, maybe not the number one reason, but he was the guy who helped lead them to a Super Bowl appearance. Now, their offense did absolutely nothing in that particular Super Bowl, and Jared Goff wasn't really good. Was that the beginning of the end, or has it been something more recent this season when he got hurt going into the playoffs, and then he gets cleared to play, and they stick with their backup quarterback as their starting quarterback before he himself gets hurt, and Goff has to go in. When did it all go wrong for Jared Goff in Los Angeles? Great question, and and that's the best example of you know, the, the phrase, life comes at you fast. I think it was a Southwest Airlines commercial campaign they ran a few years ago. If you're Jared Goff, you're coming off of a Super Bowl, in Super Bowl 53 in January, or sorry, excuse me, February of 2019. Uh, you're just about to get awarded a few months later, a four-year, $134 million extension. you got a brand-new stadium in SoFi Stadium, a team that's in the playoffs seemingly almost every year. Uh, you're living in Los Angeles. You have a beautiful model girlfriend. Uh, and now you're off to Detroit where it's very, very cold. Um, and it's a completely different organization if you want to talk about how fast things can turn around in this league. And just 
the wake-up call that Jared Goff got to the NFL truly being a business, as we saw for, for him today uh, in the announcing of this trade. Now, for Jared Goff, I think the beginning of the end, to answer your question, came in the middle of last season, the 2020 NFL season, or excuse me, the 2019 NFL season, uh, when the Rams went 9-7 and seven and missed out on the playoffs. Uh, there were a couple games there where Jared Goff, struggled and did not look like the same guy that led them to the Super Bowl. Now, originally it was thought, well, the offensive line is riddled. Uh, They didn't return the starting core of the offensive line that didn't miss a game in that 2018 season when they went to the Super Bowl. Let's give them another season. And then what you saw this season was just the inconsistency, the up and downs, the bad decision-making, things that you can't have from a quarterback who's been around the league as long as he has. Uh, as far as just the mistakes that he made, some of the throws he made for interceptions. For me, I can point to two moments that are just jaw-dropping as far as his decision-making. One against the San Francisco 49ers at home, a game they lost later in the season. Uh, He runs for the first down, doesn't slide, gets stripped, fumbles when they're they're about to score a touchdown. 49ers pick up, and and they go down and score and changes the course of that game. A week later against Seattle, at Seattle game they lost, He has it again. It seems like he's maybe learned from his mistake, but this time he slides too early and before on a third and 10, leaving him with fourth and one when he would have easily had the first down. Things like that, just poor decisions, is what I think exhausted Sean McVay. We saw that he was on a very short leash once they did go to free agent, or once they did go to backup John Wolford, who's a free agent now. Uh, So it didn't seem like he was in their long-term plans. But the fact that they chose to start John Wolford in that wild card playoff game against the Seahawks, when Jared Goff was active, we know he was coming off the thumb surgery, but he was active, which means he was healthy enough to play and came in the game, so he did. The fact that they made that decision, I think that was the moment when if they could get out of that contract and move on from Jared Goff, they wanted to do that because I believe the Rams see they have a very small Super Bowl window coming up. They got guys like Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald uh, under contract, they got a, potentially a future running back who could be a pro bowler and Cam Akers who's under contract on a rookie deal. I think they think their opportunity to strike and get back to the Super Bowl is now, and that wasn't going to happen with Jared Goff under center. It was a pretty telling decision that the coach made when he didn't start Goff in that playoff game. You did mention the brand-new SoFi Stadium. I mentioned it earlier as well. How much of this decision do you believe was actually financially based I got to believe the great majority of it is about football and what Stafford can do at quarterback and what Goff couldn't do at quarterback. But adding a guy like Matthew Stafford, changing the look of the team, getting the uh, fan base excited because of change could be something the Rams looked at as added incentive to be able to pull this deal. How much do you think putting fans in the seats COVID allowed actually factored into this transaction? Well, to be specific, Jody Mack, I don't think it was about specifically putting fans in seats. You're opening up the $5 billion SoFi Stadium, uh, a stadium, by the way, Jody, I've been in all year long in 2020. Um, it is beautiful. It is gorgeous. I, I compare it to a brand-new high-end luxury casino in Las Vegas that just happens to have a football field in the mineral, <laughs> middle of the casino. Um, but they are not going to have any problem putting fans in seats once the season goes. But 
to keep fans in seats, to keep selling those season tickets, to keep getting those corporate sponsors, those big ones to come in and buy those luxury suites and boxes. And if you, when you do get a chance, Jody, to see SoFi Stadium, it is, yes, a lot of seating, I think 65,000, but there is a lot of suites and a lot of private clubs and a lot of uh, field seats and field boxes where a lot of money gets spent to get those. To keep those being sold and to keep those corporate sponsors happy, you need a winning product on the field. And, yes, they would still have a winning team with Jared Goff under center. They've shown that over the last few seasons. But if they believe that going to the 32-year-old Matthew Stafford is the upgrade they need, they value him that high, that he's a guy that can get him over the top, then that's the move they made here to keep those, those luxury suites and those uh, VIP sections of that stadium filled and sold moving forward. And I think that could be a little bit a part of it. But like you said, I think this is more, they see a short-term window. They think Goff was holding him back from, from playing that NFC championship game where Green Bay was uh, and getting back to a Super Bowl as they've seen the last couple of years. And so they decided to make this move because, and I'll be honest with you, Goff was not making the progression and the maturity he needed to make after each year of his career. Arguably he was on the downtrend. He was, decreasing. So uh, I think that's the biggest reason why they made this move. Michael, great stuff. Appreciate your insights tonight. Thank you much for the Laker update while you're at it, but also uh, your thoughts on the Rams. Thanks for hopping aboard. You got it anytime, Jody. Thanks. My, my pleasure. Michael Duarte, NBC Sports, Los Angeles. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.